Welcome to episode number five. Experiment one. Of the Friendly Dissonance podcast, Christmas Movies. We are two people in relationship who have vastly differing opinions on politics, economics, and the world. But through discussion... And not argument because I won't let him. We explore each other's ideas and come to a better understanding of the person we love. Ah, gross. So what we are doing this episode is we are looking at a single topic that we might come at from different angles. And we're going to discuss it, and then we're going to ask you what you think. You can reach us on Twitter. I am at YouHadMeAtHayek. I'm at AbbyNormal, zero, N-E, AbbyNormal1. And we would love to hear from you. If you want to reference this episode, you can use the hashtag ChristmasMovies. Yeah, usually we try to have uh, each of us come at it with two different topics, but uh, we'll see how this goes. I kind of like having a large overarching topic that we can discuss. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see if this works. Uh, We essentially want this podcast to be more of a conversation, which is why we came at it with two different topics and then a discussion of the topics. But maybe it'll be better if maybe we just have a conversation about a general yeah general discussion we'll see how it goes we have not made a podcast episode since i want to say september before our wedding before our wedding yeah it was before our wedding so it was in september we got got married we got married and then uh abby got sick really sick really really sick like she couldn't talk for a few days mm-hmm. sick is how sick and then of course i got sick because then, that's how it happens and then i got really really sick again and then we both work in retail so we've just been busy for the past i would say week we've recorded a few things we we've tried to record uh episode several times. 5 several times uh and one it just seemed pushed yeah. didn't seem organic, and that's not what we're trying to do. And, and half of it would be good, and then the other half would be like, meh. Super meh, And then we yeah. tried again, and the first half would be meh. Right, same. with a different it, topic. Just, just, uh, so, so we're going to try it this time with a singular topic. We're going to still do Lib to Lib as a mm-hmm. section, but yep. we want it to be... We're just like really driving this podcast to be... A, a, like a, a conversation yeah yeah and um it's one of the things that we relish about our relationship relationship our friendship or you know romantic relationship is so we're able to have these discussions and it's what a lot of other folks have said to us hey it would be really interesting to hear what you guys have to say about topics so instead of having a two topic weird disjointed thing it's just one topic. Let's have one topic and see how it goes. And if you have any ideas for topics that you think that we should discuss, whether it's something as silly as Christmas movies, what we're going to do now, or if it's something serious, go ahead and let us know. And again, you can reach us at Twitter. You have me at Hayek, AbbyNormal, 0 and E. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And if you have any of those questions for our Lip to Lip segment, we would also love to hear from you. Um, basically, we're gonna have we're gonna like spark the judgment. Is it a an overarching topic or is it a lib to lib? Lib yeah. to libs are typically really short. Overarching, <laughs> uh, hopefully, the- theoretically, theoretically, they're theoretically. Short. 
Yeah, anyway. So let us know what you think about this particular format as opposed to our other formats. Again, lip to lip, I think, is something we need to keep. But the only time we can do lip to lip is if we have a lip to lip question. So if you have a lip to lip question, shoot it to us. Now we'll give you more information when we get to that segment. But for now, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. Uh, the reason we bring it up is, strangely enough, Christmas is coming up. That's weird. Within the month. Yeah, it's super weird and gross. Uh, I used to be a, like an absolute fanatic about Christmas. And then we had weird things happen in my family, uh, my mom's side, that made me kind of hate Christmas. <laughs> and... I became a person who would want to sing Christmas songs throughout the year and watch Christmas movies throughout the year to a person who, if you brought up Christmas, I'd want to stab you. Now, I'm a lot more calm about it, but I work in retail, so Christmas makes me want to poke my eyes out, mostly because people are dicks. Most, I, I want to poke other people's eyes out, I'll be honest mm. with that. Whenever growing up, obviously whenever you're a kid, Christmas is the big holiday because mm. that's when you get all your cool stuff but it's also when you don't have to go to school yeah you got your winter break there which is like what two weeks or so of not having to go to school up here in the wonderful and amazing state of minnesota you don't go to school because they think it's just going to be snowy and crappy anyway back where i'm from you don't go to school because the weather is wonderful and beautiful and you want to spend time with family Sometimes, if they don't suck. Theoretically. What, like, like, whenever I grew up, like, here, my Christmas tradition, there would be either going to grandma's on my mom's side, who currently now lives in a trailer in the backyard because Texas, or my... Love that granny. She's cool as hell. Yeah. I really like her. She, <laughs> she welcomed me she into your family Sooner than your mom this did. Is, this is true. This is true. And, and she made me fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. But she welcomed me into your family way faster than your mom ever mm -hmm. did. That said, your mom probably loves me now. Yes. I don't know if your granny really cares at all. Other than maybe to feed me. <laughs> you know what? That is the most important part of Southern winter. Yeah. Whether from, from Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's all about the food. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah. How, how, is that... It, yeah. I think it's the same but different. It's different food. Yeah, it's, it's different food, but it's the same kind of idea. Yeah. Christmas is where we get family together and the, feed the matriarch feeds puke. people until you puke. Yeah. I, yeah. And now we're in like other parts mm. of the country. My like, grandmother, my grandmother, uh, the one who just recently died, she would not feed you like mashed potatoes and gravy and all that stuff mm -hmm. until you puked. It was mostly like incredibly fatty and sweet foods and pies and cookies until you died. She would give you <laughs> diabetes and like CJ's grandmother would give you diabetes in a different way. She would give you heart disease. My grandmother would give you diabetes CJ's grandmother would give you heart disease because, like, mine would give you so many sweets until mm -hmm. you're like, oh, my teeth rotted out of my face. And CJ's grandmother would be like, well, cool, your teeth are rotten, but now we're going to, like, implode your heart. Yeah, now, now it's time for the fats and the starches. Yes. 
So, uh... And I'm, I'm thinking, like... He would get all the things that I would refuse to cook him in all these times, right? Well, you would cook them. You would just make them healthy. healthier. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. At any rate... So, enough um, of... This is what we're getting at, is... Uh, as far as the northern versus southern ways of going at... At least a, in the Midwest. Who knows what those Californians and those New Yorkers do. Sure. But as a northern versus southern mentality for Christmases, you feed people until you puke. And you also watch a lot of movies and mm-hmm. television shows. Now, the first thing I want to say is that the first big winter-ish family get-together... Is Thanksgiving. Which I love. I love yes. Thanksgiving more than I love uh, Christmas. In, in which, at the family get-together, the football game is on. No, but for my fam- family get-together, we didn't watch sports. Mine didn't either, but there was always the knowledge that it was happening. Sure, but I can't say that... Okay, there are two times... There are two things that we would do as a family, mm-hmm. uh, depending upon which side we would go to, right? Okay. Yep. So we would go to my dad's side, and depending upon how old my grandmother was at the time on my dad's side, we would either go to her house for Thanksgiving, and we would have a pot, uh, what is it called? A, a slow-cooked meal with mm-hmm. slow-cooked spaghetti, which was disgusting, and as much as I love my grandmother, she makes great baked goods, but her normal goods are terrible. So her pot, uh, her hot or hot pot spaghetti or slow cooked spaghetti, whatever it was, tasted terrible. I have never heard of slow cooked. It was spaghetti. awful. It was so bad. It would taste like mush with tomatoes yeah, in it. This sounds bad. It was really bad. But then we would have her like like pie. It would be amazing, and everybody would just eat the pie. And this is something I remember from your brother. Yeah. From the South, we get ourselves some sweet potato pie. Yeah. Uh, My brother hates sweet potatoes until I hide them in other things and call it something else. And then he'd be like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, ha ha, you ate sweet potatoes. And he'd be like, I hate it now. Uh, But. So basically, you were your brother's mother. Uh, kind of, yes. Uh, <laughs> this like, there's like a 10-year or so. 11-year difference. Yeah. difference. Uh, there were a lot of times that my mom would call me and say, can you get my brother, or can you get so-and-so, I'm not going to dox my brother, but can you get your yeah. brother to do a thing? And I'd be like, well, that he should be doing the thing, whatever you should. I've been in child care for a long time. You should uh, really clean his underwear. No, no, no. But like at the time, I had been in child care and other like educational like yeah. things for a long time. And I'd be like, this is how you say this to a child of this age. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh, you just need to do it for me. So then I would be like, depending on his age. You need to listen to your mother. This is what she says for you to do as a younger age. And me as a person speaking to a teenager. Dude, can you just do the thing? I don't want to hear it talked about to me anymore. And, you know, like, that's... It's... it's it's. And then me as an adult. Uh, I will talk to my adult brother and be like, Mom has 
done nothing but complain to me that she doesn't ever hear from you. Could you please call her and just say you're okay? And this is the difference between Abby's family and my family. It's not that one is more close-knit or anything like that. I call my mom and dad basically once a month, more or less, on holiday. Abby calls her mom, like, every other day while she's driving home from work. One or two days a week. Okay. Okay, so every other day to two or so days a week. That's still a significantly number of times more than I call my parents. Um, Maybe you just love your parents more. Um, My mother has been an invalid for about 10 years now. It has been that long, hasn't it? Yeah. And she doesn't have anybody else to talk to. So I call her because she gets really bored. And now my dad's retired. And it, it's, it's, it's like, we're both children from small towns. Yeah. But my small town is orders of magnitude larger than your small town. Yeah, a thousand times bigger than mine. My small town is a lot more heterogeneous than your small town. We have yeah. black people in my yeah. town. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have we have non-Germanic uh, people at or any Pol- rate, Polish people at my town. Sure, at any rate, I just talk to my family a lot more often. Uh, it's it's just like a family dynamic versus CJ's family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they're not close as my family. Yeah, one's not better or no, worse than the other. No, it's, no, it's different. just family dynamics. Yeah, I often have to remind you, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday you need to call them and -and (laughs) so-and-so's birthday or it's this holiday that wasn't your uh promise to call on a holiday it's flag day you need to call well it's flag day is that like i have to ask i'm like hey i don't want your parents to be mad at me like i don't care if they're (laughs) mad at you i I just don't want them to be mad at me Uh, i told you about the time in the navy whenever i did yes of course so uh, CJ got really badly in trouble in the Navy from his mom, and the Navy got <laughs> mad at CJ. Like my, my captain, the captain of the ship, my boss's 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 boss. For those of you at this not, time in his career, yeah, it, it's like if you work in an office, the the supervisor of the entire building basically is like, hey. You need to call your mom. And the only thing you can do in the Navy is go, yes, sir. <laughs> so essentially, the corporation told CJ he needs to call his mom more because his mom contacted essentially 911. Basically. Essentially, I haven't, I haven't heard from my baby. Yeah. And like, I'm, I don't have a cell phone. You can use the ship's phone. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm calling him on the Navy's dime while they're on vacation in Hawaii. Right. I'm on, anyway. Right. At, at any rate. That, di- different relationships with families. But so. Getting back. Yes. We're trying to talk about Christmas movies. So we've got different dynamics as far as CJ's family dynamics, my family dynamics, 
I have different dynamics with different sides of the family. I'm sure you do as well, CJ. Mm-hmm. But as far as all of that is concerned, what is a Christmas movie? And I can kind of see it in two respects, mm-hmm. right? Christmas movies can either be a Christmas centric movie mm-hmm. with Christmas themes mm-hmm. that you watch during Christmas times, something like Miracle on 34th Street or even White Christmas. Mm-hmm. So those we'll are. We'll that later, but yes. Yes, but I'm just saying those are Christmas themed movies. One would typically watch during Christmas time. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Correct. Uh, the original, even with the cartoon. You, the cartoon, the Jim Carrey, it one. doesn't matter. Mr. Grinch, right. Oh, you're definitely not deep enough for that. I know. I <laughs> uh, have a story about him. The, the deep voice guy? Yes. At any rate. So we have that versus uh, uh, movies you would watch during Christmas time. Time, something like a uh, could so, even be as platonic as as general as like Ghostbusters or a the Goonies, uh, the Goonies yeah. or what was I going to say earlier? Oh, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, something that everybody loves, that everybody sees as a classic. It brings the family it, together. It brings the family together. Not necessarily a themed holiday video, like movie. So what is it that you watch during the holiday season for For Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas? I'm going to smoosh together Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah, They're, They're a month apart. They're basically the same theme. So what happened was earlier, Abby was like, hey, I'm going to determine your age based on uh, the Christmas movies that you know. And she started listing off some Christmas movies. It was because of a BuzzFeed it's a buzz, quiz. It's a BuzzFeed quiz. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. They're fun. I, I do they, BuzzFeed can, quiz. They can be super yeah, fun. They're fun. Yeah. So we're doing a BuzzFeed quiz to see how old I am according to the Christmas movies I watch. Or, or have watched. Mind you, uh, this is how dumb this quiz is. If you've seen all of them, you're like over the age of 50. Yeah, she selected all of them. It's I, like, yeah, you're, all, you're somewhere between 40 and 60 or something like it that. Like, it was like 43 and 69. And it's like, just because you... It could be just like you really like you, Christmas. Yeah, what if you really love Christmas and you love watching Miracle on 34th right, Street? Right, or, or let's and say you're... And also like watching could, the could, Jim could, Carrey Grinch movie. Right, could you also say like you could be really young if you are Jewish or or, or like Somali and you don't watch any yeah. of these films? You've never watched anything. You've seen like, Home Alone because yeah. you went over to your friend's house yeah. that one time. 20 years ago or 10 years ago. So, but the thing we were talking about was not necessarily the age, but like... Some of these films, are these actually Christmas films? Yeah. So, Home Alone. We're going to start here with Home Alone. I was thinking about Home Alone, and I legitimately never thought about it as a Christmas movie, Mm -hmm. as much as I always thought about it as a Thanksgiving film. Now, it could be... 
be lit. I just don't remember there, it very there, I, well. there was it was winter time and there was snow. I remember I, that. I always thought about it as a Thanksgiving film. I thought that they were going on their trip on Thanksgiving. And yeah, a lot of folks had their Christmas timers, their Christmas like parties. Thanksgiving is when you put up your Christmas decorations. Right. At least in America. Yeah. So like I always thought I mean about if you're it, in England like, you don't have Thanksgiving and, because you don't have anything to be thankful about. <laughs> sure. But I always remember, like, Thanksgiving would be when Home Alone would come on the television when I was a kid. And then it would play uh, Home Alone and you'd watch uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels or whatever it was on the their, the Home Alone movie. But like, uh, thanks a lot, you dirty animal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the line, but yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the exact I don't line, remember. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm saying it badly. Keep but the change. Keep the, yeah, something like that with Keep that Dom change, yeah, the dirty, dirty animal. animal. There was right. definitely and a dirty then animal. Would go, would and he had the he had the fireworks. Yeah, everybody remembers yeah. a little bit about Home Alone. And then oh Kevin and I thought they were going to to, As, to a Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving holiday. Holiday. And yeah. and here's the thing. If you were to replace any thanks- Christmas type theme from Home Alone that you can think of. Like the family mm. and togetherness and sure. my Christmas wish. And, and oh, the older lady and like seeing. No, 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 no. Oh, there's an older older gentleman. Because mm-hmm. a Home Alone 2 had the late the pigeon lady. Pigeon lady, well, that was but, in New York. Home Alone, yeah. yeah, Home Alone With 1 had the, the older uh, beard guy. Yeah. Right? So like seeing people in a different light and yeah. being like thankful and helpful and, to people. And you can fit a Christmas message into Home Alone, or you could fit a Thanksgiving message into it, or you could fit any kind of oh, yeah, like, message that you really want into it, right. as long as it's winter theme because mm-hmm. there's snow on the ground. Right. So, there's that. Then there's Love Actually. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I've never I've seen, never seen Love Actually. Love Actually. Uh, I know it is a... I mean, it has a bow. movie that you play during the Christmas season because it happened during the Christmas season. And I know there's love that happens. Yeah. But I don't know, other than it being Christmas timed, timed if it's actually Christmas themed. And, and that's, the, that's, that's the thing. Like, Home Alone is the same way. Love Actually... There were a couple of other movies that we're, we're thinking of, like uh, White Christmas. It has uh, Christmas it in the movie. Later, it happens later. But yeah, it happens like, later. But that's like, if it happens during Christmas, does that make it a Christmas movie? You can say that about Die Hard. And yeah, you which can say also that comes about, later. You can say that about Harry Potter, which isn't part of this. And like, and I would I would argue that Harry Potter is not a Christmas movie. But only part, a small part sure. of any Harry Potter movie takes part during Christmas. But is it a movie that you would have the 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 warm fuzzies and mm-hmm. watch it during Christmas? Like, would you watch Ghostbusters during Christmas? Because you have the warm fuzzies. The Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Warm fuzzies. Like Ghostbusters. Goonies. Has, has nothing to do with Christmas. Right. But what Ghostbusters can and does do is it can bring a family together to sit in the living room Edward with the fireplace in this 
in in the corner. And and go you can all watch Ghostbusters together, and it gives you warm fuzzies. Right, or or Edward Scissorhands. Or oh, like, Edward Scissorhands actually did like taste. Take yeah, place during Christmas. Uh, it didn't. Uh, yeah. part of it did. Part of it did. Yeah, in that in that Harry Potter aspect. I would say a larger part. No. Than Harry Potter. No, actually. Well, the whole reason that there's snow is because Edward Scissorhands is cutting the ice. Only during a very short. Because he, he because so much more of it is about so so many things that are not because he it could play it could take place anytime no because like Edward hits Scissorhands he comes in and it's like maybe during the fall and then he gets mm-hmm. uh, accepted and people are learning about yeah. him and then during the summer he's cutting these like hedges yeah he's cutting the hedges because and, he's like, making sh- yeah and he's cutting poodles and then he's cutting hair and it's like and not it's even all during, during the, the non winter months exactly yes. that's what I'm saying it's like uh, Edward Scissorhands is more part of all the times all the times like Harry Potter is mm-hmm. or uh, well, Beetlejuice if if he were to look at White Christmas. And say that part of it took place during the war in 1944, during July. No. I mean, it didn't. But if it did. Like, if if half the movie took place during the summertime, and another half took place... And, and again, this is the problem. What constitutes a A Christmas Christmas movie? movie. Right. So, if we're going to go and skip from... right, Right quick, I do want to point out... So we have Home Alone, which okay, I could see it being Christmassy. Love actually, actually I have no Christmas idea. Times, it's, it's like a, a love story sure, during Christmas. Yeah, or, but it's like yeah, during Christmas time. Number number three here is Elf, elf with uh, okay. Will Ferrell. Yes, I mean, it's that's about a Christmas, a Christmas elf. It's a Christmas. Movie. So that, that's like Frosty the Snowman. There, yeah, Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Yep, which, that's a Christmas movie. But is it? It is. I'm going to push back on that. Okay, but let's go through these super quickly. Okay, we'll, we'll go through these super quick, and then we'll come back up to a Christmas uh, Jim Carol. Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Scrooge. Uh, with it's, with, with, uh, with um, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. It's, I believe it's a, cl- a classic I mean, retelling, current retelling yep. of, a, of a classic of a story, Carol, yep. but still... There are a lot of modern aspects to it, which is why I would consider it a movie you could watch any time of year mm-hmm. and like have enjoyment out of it. Same with a modern retelling, which is which a Scrooge is a modern retelling of a Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. which with a Christmas Carol is still, even though it's told during Christmas time, mm-hmm. I would say it's more of an analysis of Class. Class and yeah. uh, corporation and yeah. uh, no, it's, it's, not cla- necessarily at the time, but definitely it was a very big Charles Dickens class and industrialization That's kind of I'm analysis. Cla- yeah, class. Yeah, and time period. Yeah, and 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 corporation. Yeah, and like. It depends on and, how it's told, and it just so happens to happen at Christmas. Like, During you, you Christmas, could, you could time. imagine a Christmas Carol happening and Easter, right? And it would so, not greatly change the story. No, but it happened during Christmas time because one of the things with Christmas 
stories. The idea of giving. Is that... Um, it's one of the problems with analyses or popular analyses of modern corporate ideals is that unless it's couched in a Christmas time, uh, a well-meaning, love-your-neighbor attitude, it falls short in the uh, heartstrings mm -hmm. of the argument. You may have a great argument, but unless it's couched in Christmas tide, mm -hmm. uh, where we provide for those who don't have the f funds to provide for themselves, unless it's couched in a charitable time of year, like Christmas, a lot of people lose out on that mentality. And, and it's sad. I'm, I'm gonna... And this is, I just want to kind of okay, get at this. With our, at least in my idea of bringing up uh, Christmas tide and cultural acknowledgments like movies and music that we're talking about right now, one of the things that makes this time of year so powerful is that. People think about other people, charities and the like, at this time of year, a lot more empathetically mm -hmm. as opposed to other times of the year, which is a great criticism of society that people think very empathetically towards people with lesser abilities to take care of themselves uh, during the winter months than they do during the warmer months. Mm -hmm. And the music and movie and art themes during the winter month theme of the year, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, is such that we see these folks as people during the winter times of the year. And during the warmer times of the year, we see them as a burden, uh, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. Am I, I, I making I, sense? Yeah, I, you absolutely are, because and if, it, if it's uh, September 2nd versus December 22nd, you're going to look at a homeless person differently. Right. And, and, and again, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, yeah. I, again, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, say Australia, South Africa, or wherever. Tunisia, whatever. I'm thinking of places that typically speak English. Sure. Tunisia, Tunisia speaks English and French. Um, Tunisia is Northern Africa. But, yeah, uh, yeah, but they typically speak English. English there. Okay. That's because but, of their so, so, tourism industry. But but is there something about and, and I, I think there is something about the winter months that make a person more compassionate, Christmas or not, uh, Jesus is born or not. There's something about the the winter months where our primal instincts are all about survival that we would look at. People who are not able to 
as capably take care of themselves as we are for whatever reason. Right. Hom- homeless people, poor people, people um, who yeah. are begging their boss to throw it, another coal on the fire. Right. So that's one of the things. One, the, the religious aspect of it where you give to your neighbor, you help mm-hmm. your neighbor is there already. And yeah. it's a Christian ideal. Uh, but I think a, it a actually... A religious idea for many religions. Sure. Yeah. But I actually, as far as your like men religions idea, like it's a pagan, it's a, it's a human condition ideal. Uh, that's why I'm saying this as a bleak winter tale, mm-hmm. this uh, darkness, it's dark, it's cold, it's bleak. You can't get resources. Uh, Northern Hemisphere folks are suffering because you can't raise cattle. You can't raise... Yeah, you, you've already done the harvest right now. Yes. You're trying to make your harvest so, last and you until the next harvest. You didn't yeah. necessarily have the best uh, year. So y'all are trying to make sure your community is going to exist because the community is the most important thing for, 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 for older societies, right? You as a banker is going to have this money so you're going to be able to buy the things. But if you don't have the people who can provide the foods, the, the, the clothes, whatever it is, then you're not going to have a society. All, all, all the money in the world is useless if you can't buy food with right. it to survive so, on. So, bleak winter is happening. It's in your best interest, despite maybe your capitalist ideas of of me first and uh, giving give me the most money. Sure, that's great for you, but as far as the society is concerned, which is still best for you um you need to help them out uh well, you know i'm going to disagree with uh, you uh, need to, there you need to help them out yes and it's not all for you it's for society you're you're leveling them up so that you as a person can yeah. still survive you, you, you need to care for your neighbor because your neighbor is somebody that also helps you you need to, and now I'm starting to look at this from a Randy point of view, and I don't think we're going to go there. So, that's Christmas, because it's the bleakest time of year. Yes. Coldest, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the time that you, and, and again, Thanksgiving is at the same kind of time of year. It's after the harvest. It's whenever the cold stuff starts happening. Yeah. It's during the bleak times. It's like, I am so thankful for all the things I have. Christmas is the same way. I'm so thankful for all the things I have. And it's also Thanksgiving and Christmas both. I'm thankful for the things that I have. And the people that don't have what I have. Oh, man. Sure. So, this is what I'm getting at with a couple of these, like, normal Christmas movies. Right? So, we have things like A Christmas Carol, Mm -hmm. which is essentially uh, the primary telling of a thing like the Grinch stole Christmas. The well, Grinch who stole Christmas is a very similar story to A Christmas Carol, which is exactly a modern retelling of the story Scrooge. I, I would disagree with you a little bit. 
A Christmas Carol is a morality tale against uh, naked greed and an it's a request it's it's a command to tell you that you need to care about your fellow human being and a christmas carol just so happens to happen during christmas and it has the uh, background and stuff of christmas how the grinch stole christmas and and if, and again this is this is what the whole thing is with like what makes a christmas movie or a Christmas story, a Christmas story. Is it just that it happens to take place during Christmas? I think a Christmas carol could very easily take place any time of the year. But how the Grinch stole Christmas has to do with presents a lot more deeply. And it has to do with Christmas trees and all that stuff. A lot more deeply in the mythology a lot more deeply than a Christmas Carol does so I think I've said the same thing probably three or several four or five times. different times several I'm times to so I'm gonna stop that <laughs> so I'm gonna stop that while we move on and Abby is cold because it is the cold dark winter months here and we're gonna move on going from a Christmas Carol <laughs> I don't know what that was. It was Spanish uh, medieval music. It's Spanish Christmas medieval song. music for Christmas because <laughs> why not? <laughs> it's, it's my favorite song. It's my favorite I mean, it sounded song. cool. It's just like, <laughs> I have no... Anyway, what's our, what's our next movie that we're going to be looking so, at? Is okay. it a Christmas movie? And again, and again okay. even in spite of all so my... we talk about Chris, uh, Scrooge. Yeah, Polar Scrooge Express. Christmas Carol. Okay, so Nightmare Before... Polar oh, Express. Like, yeah. Sure, like, I've movie. never seen it, so we'll just say sure. It's actually really cute. Uh, anyway, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Halloween or a Christmas movie? I've always thought of it as a Halloween movie. I have too, but... I can see how it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas movie. Yeah. But is it unwatchable until Christmas? No, absolutely not. It's a solid-ass movie. You can watch it any time of year and you'd be, like, totally entertained. Yeah. Um, We got uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, Miracle on 34th Street, I think, is pinnacle, is peak. Christmas, Christmas only crap. Yeah, because you're trying <laughs> yes, to decide. It's so you're, no, it's you're trying to decide is Santa Claus real? Yeah, and that's a whole idea. So that's super 1950s, 60s quiche. Yeah. Whatever. Then you have Life Size Two, which I've never heard of in my is, life before. Okay, this Life quiz. Size Two is as a Disney movie, and all you have to do is worry about is Barbie coming to life real and it's essentially it's a cute movie uh where barbie is real but only it's christmas okay (laughs) i mean seriously like she's a model uh doll slash mannequin you don't have to explain it i'll just take your word for it but she becomes this during Christmas time. Oh, only during Christmas time does she? No, become no, real? no. Because with life size one, she becomes real during like fall time. I think. Okay. 
uh, back to school time, and that's fine. So, whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's a cute movie, okay? Oh, yeah, I'll take your word for it. It's, is it something cute. that I would care about? No. So, I, so I'm just going to take your word for okay. it. Okay, so there is also Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn, which is the predecessor to White Christmas, which had Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby and some chick no one cares about. Now. Never seen it. Uh, it is okay, let me, let me a black that. and white <clears throat> movie. I have probably peripherally seen it whenever my mother was watching it. She likes that kind of thing. You've seen bits, I'm sure. I'm sure I've seen bits. Just because it's a thing that is highlighted in a lot of like movies. And Irving Berlin's Holiday Inn has a lot of the makings of a great holiday classic, which a couple which has a couple of really great songs. And then there's Bing Crosby, there is Fred Astaire there's the blonde so, white chick. Who <laughs> I'm sure she did something. Uh, I'm sure she was great. But now, then we come across White Christmas, which is Irving Berlin's White Christmas, which is the musical version mm-hmm. of Holiday Inn. It's, it's, Had is that, Bing is that Crosby in it. Yes. It really? Okay. Uh, pure. Uh, no, there are a couple differences in White Christmas versus Holiday Inn. Be- because I yeah. have seen White Christmas. Yes. And I did enjoy White Christmas. White Christmas. Okay. So, White Christmas versus Holiday Inn. One, it's not Musical. in black and white. Not in black and white. Uh, two. B. Holiday Inn is a movie with music, which is mm. a very 1940s, 30s, 50s it's, way it's of... It's like a Disney film. Yes. Maybe you watch The Lion it's like King. Watching it's not Tangled, really a musical. Like but, Tangled, Tangled isn't necessarily a musical. But it's got but the it music in it. Music. Or Frozen. Frozen has a lot of music uh, in it. Sure. But it's not a musical. Frozen's pretty much a musical. Oh, it but, is not. Now we're going to get into another argument as well. composes uh, a musical. Right? Okay. But regardless, uh, moving on. Okay. So, Irving Berlin's uh, White Christmas has a lot of the same music in it mm-hmm. but it's retold with white christmas much more as a musical wherein the music helps further the story okay. a bit a bit a, a tiny bit. bit yeah more than with holiday inn okay okay and frankly as much as i love fred astaire and all mm-hmm. K is amazing oh yeah and then you have Rosemary Clooney, and you have a girl I can't remember. So, and, so you're telling me if I've seen White Christmas, there's no freaking reason at all for no, me to ever watch Holiday no, Inn because no. I have watched the superior product. How much? Like, okay, to me, as opposed to many other folks. I have to ask my mom about this to see what she thinks. She's wrong if she, if she says. <laughs> she's wrong if she disagrees. Yeah, because <laughs> White Christmas is probably one of the most quintessentially perfect 1950s musicals. Okay. If you're not talking about Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain is the quintessentially perfect 1950s musical. And this is the quintessential 1950s holiday musical. But yes! So White Christmas is the quintessentially perfect holiday musical. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about quintessentially perfect 
musical as Maybe far as singing like in the rain. singing in the rain is friggin' perfect. Okay. So here's the, here's the thing when we're talking about White Christmas as a uh, Christmas it is movie. A Christmas movie. I I I would classify it as a Christmas movie, but not just because that says Christmas in the name, mm-hmm. but the mm. devil's advocate enemy mm. looks at the plot. Right. And I look at the plot and I say, right. there's nothing quintessentially Christmassy in the plot. It just so happens the, that everything happens during Christmas time. The only quintessentially finger Christmassy? quotes Christmas mm-hmm. thing is elevating a dying business. Yeah. In a time of roughness. Yeah. Uh, so they go to Vermont. You're, you're helping out your pals. Right. Yeah. So they go to Vermont during a an unseasonably warm uh, winter. winter season. Yeah. And then you bring a like famous... How, how, how do we you, keep this, you, yeah, this you ski bring slope a, from failing you, when you can't ski on it? Right. Because it's not you bring a enough. famous performing group. Of the 1950s, 60s, to this ski slope. Yeah, that, that, that you can't even ski on because it's because so warm it's or, snow what, whatever, or whatever. Whatever, yeah. and now you're trying to help out your army pal. Yeah. And that the only reason why it's uh, Christmas is because one, the it's idea a ski slope behind during it, winter time. Uh, yeah, and you're the, helping the, your fellow yeah, man. Helping your fellow man, helping your former military buddy. Mm-hmm. But also during Christmas time. And yes, uh, there's a lot of contrived interest during yeah. this movie. But the music is really good. Yes. The story behind it is really good. Yes. And it makes you feel great yes, watching it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything I would, I would about watch it. it any time of the year. I think the, I, I think have the, watched the, it. The time that we watched together. Any time definitely of year. Not during your which Christmas made time. me go like White Christmas and uh like sincerely, White Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scrooge, you can watch any time of the yes. year. It's, it, like, there and, and are... here's the thing. I play devil's advocate. Scrooge is a love, Christmas movie. Thinking love that movie. Um, White Christmas. Love it. Is I a Christmas movie. Anytime of year. I will play devil's advocate. Honestly, but on the flip side of me playing devil's advocate, White Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. Oh. Uh, white uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Absolutely, National Lampoon. You can Lampoon's watch it Christmas. anytime. Of you can year. watch it anytime, but it's a Christmas movie. It's but, not Christmas in title. So, so, They're doing so, Christmas so, stuff. Despite this, is what we're kind of getting at with these Christmas movies. Like some of them are so good, you can watch them anytime mm-hmm. of year. That said, what about watching things like Ghostbusters? Dream- yeah. During uh, Christmas time. Yeah. That, that, that's your Thanksgiving movie. That's your Christmas movie. That brings right. Uh, so, so the next movie that we have up is The Santa Claus. which Christmas. Which is sure. definitely a Christmas movie. But. I will point out that it is where I learned that a clause is a uh, type of a legal uh, document type thing. As opposed to Santa Claus, which has no E at the end of it. But, that said, Santa Claus, the movie with Tim Allen, mm-hmm. 
is such a solid movie. If you wanted to watch it any other time of year, mm-hmm. it, it's it would be still darn good. Yeah. Santa Claus 1. Really good. This Christmas, I, I have, have no, no idea. idea what that is. <laughs> yep. No, All no, no, no. Christmas Story is one of those Christmas movies that I feel. And my father does not feel this way. I know because he's expressed this to me. But I feel with A Christmas Story, it's one of those films that during Christmas, you just have to watch. And I would very definitely put this in the Christmas category. It, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a Christmas movie. I, I wouldn't say it you have to watch a, it. It's, it's a niche uh, Christmas movie. I was going to say, this is a Christmas time movie. And, Pure. and that's why I would say it's a Christmas movie, because it is a Christmas time movie. It's about a bunch of kids during Christmas time doing Christmas things during Christmas. You can't really, like, a Christmas story is more of a Christmas movie than a Christmas carol is. In sure! Oh, oh, absolutely, because with a Christmas carol, especially even, like, the Jim Carrey version, or even... Whatever, Whatever it is, you want to go for. Uh, my favorite dude, uh, uh, sh- uh, Patrick Stewart, because Patrick Stewart is so amazing at playing. Just watch it whenever. Yeah, at playing that character, he's so amazing at that. Yeah, you can watch it anytime. Um, you don't care uh, yeah, as much is- as a as much as a Christmas movie as a lot of modern people think. Die Hard is uh, because it happens during Christmas time, yeah. and he is—he's wearing that 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 jing that the Chris, Santa Claus hat. Yeah, during a lot of it, like I can see how people would say I mean, that is a Christmas movie. That is, by the way, the next movie on the list yeah, of Christmas movies. It goes so, from a Christmas Story to Die Hard, sure, which is so, a Christmas movie. Okay, okay, so. Uh, I can see why someone like CJ would see that as a Christmas movie. Happens during Christmas because it it happens during Christmas Has to do time. With fellowship He's, with your fellow man. Sure. So like, there's a lot with of bullets. things during it that you would have during Christmas time. You have Christmas trees. You have twinkling lights. You have yes. people with Santa hats on. You like have, the plot of the movie depends on it being Christmas time for it to happen. Sure. So we have those things going on, but like that's as Christmassy because of that as something like um, Life Size 2. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that, but something like White Christmas yes. where um, it doesn't hinge on the idea that it's during Christmas time. Yes. But the main event happens... Happens during to Christmas. be during Christmas. And so, with White Christmas... I'm not yeah, completed here. With White Christmas to uh, raise money for their pal's uh, ski lodge. And in Die Hard, you have to stop the bad guy from ruining Christmas by killing people. Okay, I mean, a bit of that, but, like, that's kind of what's going on with with Christmas. Like, it happens throughout the year. Mm -hmm. These folks aren't necessarily, like, 
only performing during Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's not why they're there specifically. Yes. The reason they're there is because of, oh, beautiful snow, beautiful winter. This is uh, my old buddy from the war. The, yeah. So this is my sergeant. We're trying to help him out. He fell officer, but... No, he said Sarge. Sarge? Okay. Mm. Regardless. Regardless, uh, they, Die, Die Hard has as much to do with Christmas as White Christmas um, has to do with Christmas. So, not as much despite, as National Lampoon's Christmas so Vacation with, does. Despite though. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, though, um, yes, it happens during Christmas time, and you're having the central themes of. Family and caring and uh, mm -hmm. eschewing capitalist ideas of... More embracing them. Mm. Actually, I think National Lampoon... I, and I actually have not seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I could see them as embracing the capitalist as opposed to a Christmas carol or eschews the capitalist. But I could be mistaken with that. But that's the thing with, like, whenever you're looking at a Die Hard, is that it takes place during Christmas. Is it because it takes place during Christmas? Does that make it a Christmas movie? That can't be the only thing that makes it a Christmas movie. I trollishly say that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie because it's the one that I enjoy most that happens to take place during Christmas. White Christmas is my favorite. I do actually enjoy White Christmas. It's a lot so too. fun. It is a fun, and it's got good music and stuff. Oh, but I think the only reason why he likes it is because they sing along, and he likes my voice. I mean, that's part of it. That's not the only part. I like. I was about to say Dean Martin. I don't think that's right. No, Bing Crosby. Bing like. Crosby. He, I like Bing Crosby. Oh, if we're gonna go anti uh, Christmas spirit, uh, Bing Crosby is a perfect way to go because he like abuses children there oh. you go <laughs> but uh one of the things we can say is so on this buzzfeed list is gremlins but not gremlins 2 because well, i yeah. see gremlins 2 as opposed to gremlins gremlins 1 not a christmas Gr movie. gremlins 1 gremlins is a halloween was, movie Yes. Gremlins 2 is a Christmas Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. And, and, and as, far, as far as BuzzFeed's concerned, they're wrong. And I... I do think it did happen during Christmas time. Did it? I think so. There was snow on the ground. Again, was there? Yes. I... I... Uh, oh, man. How, gonna, how long has it been so since you've seen Gremlins? Long. Yeah. I've seen Gremlins 1 a long time ago. Gremlins yeah. 2, much more recently. Well, Gremlins you 2 was the... Better than Gremlins the, 1. Yes! That's what I'm saying. Uh, so, Gremlins 1 is a much more serious movie that I feel that a lot more people have seen because it's more serious. But Gremlins 2 is a much more kish, like... It's funnier. Yeah. Like, I, more beloved. I feel like Gremlins 2 is much more beloved. Yes. Here, here's, okay. like, Gremlins 1 is a good movie. Yeah. Gremlins 2 is better. Gremlins 1 is more serious. Gremlins 2 is sillier. Here's the thing with Gremlins. They're friggin' silly. Right. Okay. So, that's what I was getting at. My uh, sixth grade class, mm -hmm. uh, because I had a new teacher at the time, he didn't know what to do with us. Uh, we were smarter than he expected us to be. 
He really did. My class was way smarter than he expected a sixth Remember, grade class. Remember, she grew up in a small town. There were five people in the class. Uh, incorrect. We had 13. Oh, but, oh, 13. Ooh, ah. But, so, uh, we were much more intelligent than the average uh, 12-year-old was. And it shocked my uh, first year teacher, who was my sixth grade teacher. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what to do with us. Did so he just make you watch Gremlins then? So for Fridays, as a reward for doing so well for the curriculum. You guys are smarter than average. Way smarter than average. I'm, I'm not trying to put you down, but it's like you, you got a teacher and it's like, these kids are smart, all 13 you of them. You are so friggin' smart. Uh, we were too smart for the curriculum. So on Fridays, he would rent a movie from the movie rental place. <laughs> from Blockbuster. It's not Blockbuster. Yeah, it was Blockbuster. We didn't have Blockbuster at my it's town. It's Blockbuster Junior. Well, we still have movie rentals. You do. Yeah. You just go up to the to the C store <laughs> and you rent a movie. So my a uh, sixth grade teacher. They would rent movies for you. He would rent movies every Friday because we were too smart for him. So did he rent Gremlins? He rented Gremlins too. Did he rent Gremlins too during Christmas time? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So he rented <laughs> Gremlins too and he rented, oh, uh, what's it called? Bad Boys? No. Uh, what was it about? Oh, Old West. What is it called? Where it was... Um, Wild Wild West. It wasn't Wild West because that was a whole... Uh, Will... Will Smith. Smith. But, okay, it was when... It was Billy the Kid. Them. What was it? I don't remember. Okay. So you, you were watching... You watched movies. So my sixth grade teacher was not prepared for a class... That was way, way more intelligent Mm -hmm. than most sixth grade classes would Mm be. Um, So we would talk about like history and uh, science and other things. And my sixth grade teacher, who was straight out of college, who's expecting stupid people. All right, kiddies, let's watch Sesame Street. He was expecting (laughs) stupid people. And we'd be like... Yeah, no, uh, everything you're trying to teach us, we already know. So my sixth grade teacher was trying to teach us about things we already knew. Uh, and we were like, yeah, dude, we learned this like three years ago. And we'd be like, uh, could we learn new things? And Mr. I'm going to call him Mr. Grover would be like, yeah, no, we can't learn new things because I don't know the new things. <laughs> it's not in the syllabus. That's not in the syllabus. And we'd be like, oh, cool. We're going to walk all over you. In which we did. As sixth graders, uh, as the king of the elementary school, which we were, <laughs> we walked all over our brand new teacher who didn't know how to treat us, who we already, the majority of the class, Knew way more than he did as far as our level was concerned. We walked all over him. We got to watch PG-13 and 
R-rated films as far as our, like, Friday class was concerned. Gremlins, we watched Gremlins 2. We watched... Gremlins had to have been PG-13. Was it R? PG-13, but we were 12. Oh, no, you were a year off. All right, we let's, let's run through a few of these because I think a few of these are just, like, I have no idea because I haven't seen it. Have you ever seen Bad Santa? I heard it was super naughty. That's all I know. Yeah. I watched a couple scenes from Bad Santa. That's all I remember. I remember a sex scene with a Santa hat and nakedness and a pool, and that was it. That might not even be something that actually happened. That's really just not a movie I would want to see. It's not my style. Yeah. It's just not something I'm interested in, really. Just to be nasty, I don't care. Um, yeah, it's it's bad for the sake of badness. Okay, yeah, which cool. is exactly ha- why it's, finger quotes, funny. Yeah, more power to you. I don't care about it. Yeah. Uh, the Holiday with uh, uh, Cameron Diaz and Kate and Winslet and Jude Law. I don't... Don't care about it. I don't know. I don't know. Best it's Man a, Holiday? It's, well, no, the, the Holiday is supposed to be super romantic. I don't really care. Okay. Does it have a plot? Probably. I, it, it probably, it, it might be an amazing movie. I've never sure, seen it. Sure, I don't care. Best Man Holiday. Don't know what that is. I've heard about it. I've never seen it. Okay. Uh, Last Christmas. No idea. Never seen it. The Preacher's Wife. Oh! I have seen it. It has uh, Whitney Houston in it. And, and Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Yeah. One of the reasons why Denzel Washington is the most beautiful black man in the world is because of this movie. Because he's gotta be so bloody me. He's so beautiful. He is beautiful. Why is it got to be beautiful and black? Because be this is a movie that was so pivotal for African American folks in America. Because I think it happened in like the early, late 90s. Where mm-hmm. uh, African American folks were finally taken, uh, like, taken seriously for a romantic and... Okay. Uh, uh, Houston was in the bodyguard in the early 90s. No, but who was the other lead? Kevin Costner. White dude. Oh, so so the interracial isn't as progressive as the two black people? As far as, like, white folks are concerned. I could see. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I got it. I got it. Denzel Washington. Beautiful. Friggin' beautiful man. Whitney Houston. Friggin' beautiful woman. Like... That is the important part. I got you. Right? I've never seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Is it good? Mm. It's fine. It's a romance. Yeah. Romance movies are not my favorite movies. Is it a Christmas movie? Um, sure. It has Christmas overtones. It's got the Christmas in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a Christmas-ish movie with the romance and stuff. Is that what we're going with? It's important. As far as yeah. African American okay. mainstream movie is concerned, it's super important. Okay, okay, I can dig it. A very Harold and Kumar three. I can't say without um, cracking up. <laughs> um, we're gonna skip. We're sure, just gonna, it's a Christmas movie. It has Christmas in the title, yeah, and Harold man. and Kumar Wait, probably yeah, smoked totally. some weed. Yeah, man. Yeah. So then there is Frosty the Snowman, 
and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the original two of them are claymation because especially with Rudolph, you had claymation, clay animation uh, production. Which, which one had the abominable snowman? Uh, Rudolph had the that, abominable okay. snowman. But, and even Rudolph 2 had... Because there was Rudolph 2. No, you're just making stuff up. No, I'm not. Because they had more of the emphasis on the Abominable Snowman. And because they had like a flower on his head. Do you remember like a little flower? No, I don't Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, Frosty is animated. And like it was like partially animated. And Rudolph was purely uh, and then there was like uh, Santa Claus, the origin of Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but with yeah, they, they, they have they all like uh, Chris Kringle with Chris Kringle there. So Frosty the Snowman, we got Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, we got Chris Kringle. All of them with their play animation is definitely a way forward, and a lot of them have nothing to do with. I don't know, like plot devices. A lot of them are purely they're they're Christmas. Yeah, they're like Christmas lore. It's like and yeah, then, they're, so, they're Christmas so they're mythology. Christmas, Christmas mythology, Christmas lore. So then we have other things like Edward Scissorhands and uh, much Home Alone, better movie. Home Alone Two. Home Alone Two. Lost in New York, starring yeah. our president Donald J. Um, yeah, no, that's God it's have not, mercy it's on not, his soul. No, it's not present. It's not. No. No. <laughs> no. And okay. that is my troll for today. So, so we have Edward Scissorhands. So we have uh, Edward Scissorhands, which is, of course, about a coming of age story similar to many of their other 1950s and 60s ideas of how people evolve in society but it's made more interesting because we have this like mutated kid who is trying to fit into society uh cutting hair i'm gonna come out and i'm gonna say that edward scissorhand as much as i love edward scissorhand that is less of a christmas movie than die hard is Edward Scissorhand, like the, the timeline of the movie takes place over a vast period of time. So it's not even time specific to Christmas. And the story is not Christmas specific. The morality of the story is not Christmas specific. There's nothing Christmas specific about it other than like the funny story that the old woman tells the, the granddaughter at the beginning slash the end of the movie. That's the only really Christmassy part of it. The rest of it isn't, like, again, and I troll a little bit whenever I say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but Die Hard is more of a Christmas movie than Edward Scissorhands is. Saying that, it's a beautiful story. And, and again, going back to the Ghostbusters thing, if Edward Scissorhands is what brings your family together during Christmas to watch, 
more power to you. Make it a Christmas movie. All right, so the next movie we have, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, definitely a Christmas movie. Carol, I don't know, do you know that one? I've never heard of it. No. Almost Christmas. It has Christmas in the title. Obviously, it's a Christmas movie. I don't know that one. Uh, Trading Places. I have no idea. Trading Places. I just see it as a rich folks versus poor folks situation. Don't know anything Chris, about it Christmas being a Christmas finger quotes. Okay. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Definitely a Christmas movie because of... I'm going to kind of agree. I'm going to kind of disagree. It is a Christmas classic. And I... The the the, the sincere part of me is going to say it's a Christmas movie. But It's a Wonderful Life. It really doesn't have all that much to do with Christmas. Other than the fact that it took place during Christmas. It's a dude who did some things and made some choices. And if he had done these other things, then that would have happened and etc. etc. As far as it being a Christmas movie, the main plot happens during Christmas time. Christmas time is not central to the plot of It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think. Next, we have Black Nativity, which I've never seen and have no idea about. Neither has Abby. Then there's the Santa Claus 2, which is like the Santa Claus 1, only it's part 2. Next, we have Four Christmases, which is about people who hate Christmas or something like that. And they go from one Christmas to another because there's like four different family segments and they end up loving Christmas or something. Sure, that's a Christmas movie. I've never seen it. I've been told the plot and like, I can skip that one. Last Holiday. Have you ever seen it? No. Nope. Has Queen Latifah in it? I've heard about it. Uh, the Princess Switch. Heard about this one. Oh, so when people talk about the uh, holiday movie, like... Uh, Hallmark Channel thing? Mm-hmm. That's a movie that I heard about. Okay. I don't subscribe to it, so I don't know for sure. Um, next, we have the Santa Claus 3. No. The Escape Clause. No, no, this does have Jack Frost in it, which apparently it's supposed to be a really good movie. I've it's, never seen uh, it. No, I've heard it's dumb as hell. But... The first but, Santa oh, Claus what's this, what's was this, dumb as hell. This, what's this guy's name? What's it's Martin Short. It's uh, Jack Frost. So again, Friday After again, Next. Friday After Next. Uh, that's a Christmas movie? Okay, I've, I've never, so I'll be honest, I never saw it. What's his name? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Deck the Halls. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a this Christmas movie. Really I've never cute, seen. Would you stop <laughs> looking at the people cuter He's than me? so cute. <laughs> Office Christmas Party. I've never heard of it, let alone seen it. A Christmas Prince. That sounds dumb. He doesn't even look at a person name. Is that like seen. Prince? What's William. which? Which Prince is Prince William the one who fucks kids? No, that's Andrew. And that's oh, Prince like Andrew is the one ago. who has sex with children. No, it's now with Jeffrey Epstein. For Which of the princes has sex with little kids? On Jeffrey Epstein's magical Christmas island. 
That's the next movie is Jeffrey Epstein's Magical Christmas Island where you can have sex with all the little kids. Oh, that's so bad. It's super bad. It's almost as bad as Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Which would... All right. So bad. So for the final thought of our Christmas episode, would you rather watch Jeffrey Epstein's Magical Christmas Island of Underage Children or Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? I think I want to watch Grandma Got Run Over. (laughs) To be fair, I would actually rather watch Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer as well. Abby. What? I have a question for you. What? It's a very serious question. What? I have to find it. So now, yep. it is time. To the popping As we are both inebriated and ready for freaking bed after oh my God, this. Oh bed. Uh... Like, I don't know how both of our eyes are open. Oh. Here's a question for you for our lip to lip up. Which two fictional characters would you have fight in a wrestling match and why? Okay. So, uh, I think that a really good wrestler would be Eleanor Roosevelt. No, I've she's heard... not fictional. I mean, she's kind of fictional. Her persona is fictional, I suppose you could say. Yeah, Eleanor. So we're going to talk about the fictionalized Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. Yeah. In Wonder Woman. In Wonder Woman. So Eleanor Roosevelt versus Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Eleanor Roosevelt versus Wonder Woman. Yeah. How would you book the match? Who would, who would win? What would be the story behind the match? So Eleanor Roosevelt would actually win, but uh, Wonder Woman would. Give her a run for her money. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Eleanor Roosevelt wouldn't really know anything about the popular wrestler slash... So she wouldn't know what she's doing. Really. No. Eleanor Roosevelt would mostly just be trying to get the like power of woman out for other people to see. Okay. And... Wonder Woman mm-hmm. would be there trying to further women as a powerhouse. I, see, I can see this going in a few different ways. First, Eleanor Roosevelt. Big thing in like the United Nations. Yep. So Wonder Woman would come after her. And then while the ref was distracted, like... The United Nations women or something would come and beat up Wonder Woman yeah. while the rep is distracted. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of puts Eleanor Roosevelt in kind of the heel territory. Yeah, yeah. Which, given that her husband put a bunch of Japanese people in an internment camp, yep. wouldn't be far from the truth. Exactly. So, I, I, can, I can see that. Right. But it... it they would probably spin it as a more complicated thing. Oh, yeah. But I would just see it as like okay. she's pure evil. But that's mm-hmm. because of me being yeah. me. Because you're a dickhead. 
Exactly, because I have to think of putting Japanese people in internment camps as bad. Well, that's the... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, but I legitimately just told you exactly what yeah. I saw. Yeah, well, I, I, could, I could see a few different angles. Now, Wonder Woman, she has superpowers, and here's this human. So Wonder Woman can also be really cocky, like, look at this plain yeah. woman. And yeah. then she can be like, let me show you the power of being a woman. Mm-hmm. Woman. Mm-hmm. And with the power of womanhood... Would be able to like beat up Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. even though Wonder Woman is kind of sort of the power of Wonder Woman of, of of womanhood, except for when she's tied up. So Eleanor Roosevelt would put Wonder Woman in bondage, and that's how she would win, possibly with the help of the United Nations. Sure, sure. That's how I see that going okay. out. Who would I like to see as fictional characters wrestling now? I think the thing with me is I want to see skill versus skill. I don't care about face versus heel. I don't care if it's Hitler versus Churchill or Hitler versus Stalin or Churchill versus FDR. Churchill would win, obviously, because he has legs at work. I want to see two skilled fighters going at each other. I don't care who's the face. I don't care who's the heel. I want to see skill versus skill. Now, I think first on my list of skillful people is going to be Neo from The Matrix, but only while he's in The Matrix. Once he's out of The Matrix, he's a normal human being, and he doesn't have all the skill that Neo inside The Matrix has, right? Now, who would be able to go up against Neo in the Matrix? Peanut Butter Warrior. Now, the person that I would have Neo from the Matrix go up against is Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. I don't know Cowboy Bebop. No. Well, they both know Kung Fu. Basically, uh, do you... I'm gonna have to make you. I'm, I'm gonna have force you to sit down and watch Cowboy Bebop. I'll, with me I'll see if it doesn't matter. Yeah, look, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, here's one thing that you should know: is that I want to say that Keanu Reeves was offered to play Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, or something along those lines. So they're very similar people to each other. <laughs> like, here's the thing, though. Like, uh, Spike Spiegel is basically uh, Bruce Lee, only in the future. So you get uh, Neo from The Matrix, who can do superhuman things, and you get Bruce Lee from the future, who has future human things. And you get them together, and I would say put them in The Matrix together so that all the weird stuff that would happen would be, like, normal. Otherwise, again, you know, Neo would be useless in the real world whenever it comes to fighting against an actual Kung Fu master. So because of that, I think putting them both in the Matrix, having uh, having uh, Spike Spiegel and uh, Neo fighting against each other, that would be a very technically amazing match and it would be something awesome to watch. With that, thank you for listening. Uh, I am at You Had Me at Hayek. I'm at Abby Normal Zero and E, Abby Normal One. 
And this has been the Friendly Distance Podcast, episode number five. This has been an experiment on our kind of like more established uh, format, I guess. Sure. If you want to add to the conversation on Twitter, you can tweet at us with the hashtag Christmas movies. If you have a question for us for Lib to Lib, you can go ahead and tweet those at us as well using whatever hashtag or no hashtag that you want. Or if you have just a general question for us that you think that would be interesting to hear too, differing, although not necessarily opposing views, talk about, go ahead and tweet those to us as well. We will see you next time. Deuces!